trust him more than you trust each other. That's right. Amen. And we're just grateful. We're grateful. But y'all didn't come to hear all that. You came to, to worship the Lord and hear a word from the Lord. As a friend of mine always says, there is a word from the Lord. So we ask that you would please stand with us in the house of God in reverence to the reading of his word found in Hebrews chapter 12, beginning at the 25th verse, Hebrews chapter 12, beginning at verse 25, Hebrews chapter 12, beginning at verse 25, amen. And I, I want to commend these brothers, and, and I heard the praise team earlier, thank God, I hadn't heard them get out of here, because I thought uh, they, they were just just uh, waiting, and they were waiting on me and all, so I'm like, okay, I'm ready, let's go. I heard the praise team, and I was blessed by that, and certainly blessed by these men of God as they sang their praises unto yes. God. Hebrews chapter 12, beginning at verse 25, reads like this, See that you do not refuse him who speaks, for if they did not escape, who refused him who spoke on earth? Much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not only the earth, but also heaven. Now this, yet once more, indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken, as of things that are made, that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, everybody say therefore. Therefore. Since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. Yet once more I shake not only the earth, but also the starry heaven. Now this yet once more indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken as of things that are made, that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. We want to talk about an unshakable kingdom. An unshakable kingdom. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. An unshakable kingdom. An unshakable kingdom. I was listening earlier uh, this morning when in, in, uh, when in the prayer with the deacons in the office and I, I heard one of the deacons saying in the prayer that we're living in troubled times. Everybody say troubled times. Time. Now y'all help me out yet. I'm one of them kind of preachers. Team will tell you you got to talk back to me. You know? and, and when you talk back to me unless the Lord change, changes things I, I take a little bit more off of the message but if you don't talk to me I have five minutes every time. Amen. Amen. But, but, but we all know that. We all know that we're living in troubled times. And the Word of God calls it perilous times. Yeah. We're living in what we would consider shaking times. Times when, 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 when everything around us seems so uncertain. Y'all don't pray with me, aren't you? But, but, but what God would have us to know today is that there is no reason for the children of God to be shaken. Yeah. Are y'all in the house? That's right. When we look around us, and even myself, as a people, we like security. We like security. We like to be able to go into our homes. And I remember growing up back in the day when I when I was a, a lot younger than I am now. I remember growing up in the day when we didn't have to lock our house. 
Do I have a witness in here? Now I know there's some people in here that's old as I am that, that remember when you didn't have to lock your houses and, and you could go away and come back and everything was still in its rightful place. You didn't have to worry about when you got in your, your car that somebody was going to carjack you on your way to your place or on your way home. You didn't have to worry about those things. You, you didn't even have to worry about when you quit and left the house and, and, and told your child that, that, that now you stay on the porch and when I come home, I want to find you still in that same place. Don't leave this yard. Don't let nobody in the house. Don't you go down the street. You stay right here. You didn't have to worry about that because when you got back, you know your child was going to be on that porch and nobody else was going to be in the house. But 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 it's different. It's different now. We we y'all looking at me real funny. Y'all looking at me real funny. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. People like security now. We gotta lock our houses and, and and we got stuff on us. So when we walk in the house and somebody's in there, we got something for them. Amen. Like let me talk a little light. We got something to tell somebody. I got something waiting on. And it ain't always Jesus. Okay, I I I understand y'all y'all. But I got something waiting on. Hello, somebody. I got something waiting on. So, so we like security. So we like, now we, we, we invest in fancy security systems. We thought that was enough. But, but just having alarms on our windows and, and glass breakage and all that, not enough anymore. Now we got to have cameras around our house. So that we can pe see people peeking toms and, and all that kind of stuff. We like security. We seek what is comfortable. And, and, and you know what has happened even in the church? Can I preach like I want to? Even in the church we find so many people now that, that they come to church only to be made comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Hello, somebody. No, we got padded seats, nice padded seats, and, 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 and we got carpet on the floors, and we got air-conditioned buildings, and we got nice heat and all that kind of stuff. We want to be somewhere where we can be comfortable. But I remember time, I remember time, I remember time when, when, when the church house wasn't as comfortable as we have it now, but we knew how to praise God. Y'all ain't saying nothing, y'all ain't saying nothing. We, we were made uncomfortable in the physical realm, but God gave us spiritual comfort in the spiritual realm, and we left the house of God with something that we didn't come with. Are y'all here today? But we in an unshake, we in an unshakable kingdom, living in a shakable world. The reality of our world is that much instability exists. When we look at our health, it's shaking. And you keep on living. I, I, I tell people I'm, I'll be 64 years old next month. I know I don't look like it. I, boy, you look awful young. We all don't see I know, I know that, I know that. I look awfully young. But, but in, in a few few days, I'll be 64 years old. And even though I may not look like it, I feel like it. Our health is shaped. My wife got a little little ailment in her hip and her, in her back. Our health is, it, it's shaking. Well, you want me to tell you how you know your health is shaking? When it, when it acts like it's going to get just a little bit moisture outside. You feel it all in your bones. You have to tell somebody my health is shaking. And, and, and I tell people all the time, you don't have to get old to start hurting now. Aches don't, don't, don't wait till you get a certain age anymore. You can be young and still be able. I remember my daddy, my dad, when my dad was living, he was 80 years old and he'd be working in my yard. And my wife would have to tell him to come in and get some lemonade or some tea or something and sit down and get out to eat. 
But my dad was from the country, and so so even in his late age, and 80 years old, he was still out in the heat, and I can't stand the heat. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Our health. And then when we look at our finances, our shape. I know ain't nobody in here got no shaky finances. Ain't nobody in here trying to figure out now, if I pay my tithes today, how am I going to pay my light bill tomorrow? Ain't, ain't nobody like that. Okay, let me go and preach. Ain't, ain't, ain't nobody on this side of town like that. But, but our finances get shaky. Sometimes we're trying to figure out at the end of the week when we got, got more bills and we got more check, that means your finances are shaky. Turn somebody and tell me he ain't talking about you. He ain't, he ain't talking about you. Our finances are shaky. You know how when your finances are shaky? When you're nervous about, 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 about paying your tithes and and, 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 and you ought not ever get nervous about doing what's right in the sight of God. That's right. I wish I had somebody now. Let me get to my point in a minute. Tell somebody you on this way. Tell somebody he's a little older, he's a little slow, he's slower than, than Pastor Martin, but just tell he's on his way. <laughs> our finances are shaky. And, and y'all know I'm telling the truth, our homes are shaky. Our marriages are shaky. You don't believe they shaky? 50% of marriages are ending in divorce. 40% of those 50% are in the church. That's a shaky, tell somebody, that's a shaky situation. Y'all gonna pray with me? So we got all this stuff around us. Our children are shaky. You, 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 you know that my son's 30 years old and, 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 and I'm so glad he's 30. Because the way children are today, one of us be in jail. Right. <laughs> one of us will be in jail. Because I'm of the generation spared the rods for the child. That's right. And the reason our children are shaky today is because we listen to downtown and not listen to the word of God. I wish I had somebody in here. I, I was raised in a time where, where you got it where you were. They didn't even take you out of church. Y'all ain't saying nothing. And so because of the generation that I'm in have compromised the word of God, my, our children's generation, that's why the word says there, there rose a generation that knew not God. I'm going to show it to you. Because when you look at America and you figure over 70% of Americans claim to be Christians, and only 20% of that 70% are active in church life. See, what you got to look at, everybody that's not here today is not out of town with, with pastors. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yes, sir. Pastor Martin said, I've come here preach like I want to. Everybody ain't out of town with pastors. Everybody is not sitting in some other sanctuary on this morning. You got a whole lot of folks in a whole lot of churches that figure I'm going to take this weekend off. It's the last holiday, summer holiday of the year. I'm talking about a shakeable world we're living in. And we wonder why it's in the shape it's in. The reason the world's in the shape it's in because the church is in the shape it's in. Okay, I'm going. I'm almost. I'm heading out here. You're talking about shakeable. Our, 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 our country's 
Survival is at stake. All oh, so many people, even in the church, alarmed at what is going on in Texas. But the word of God tells us that these things would come. Yeah, that's us in here. When you look at children, when you look at Israel, black. 
get upset with me in a minute. Since we are the true Israelites, we act just like they did in the Bible. We act just like them. Every time God brings us out, we say, God, I'm going to bless you. I love you, Lord. I, I praise you, Lord. I magnify you, Lord. I, I exalt you, Lord. I lift you up, Lord. And, and every time God brings us out, we go right back. And you know what's so good about God? Is that even when we just like the Israelites, and even though we go back, God lets us stay in the mud for a season. And then he comes and pulls us out. Tell somebody I'm glad he pulled me out. Yeah, okay, y'all had to find my best one. Tell somebody I'm glad that he pulled me out. Let me say, can I say it again so you can really believe it in your spirit? Are you left to tell somebody I'm glad? I'm glad. There you go, man. He pulled me out. He pulled me out of my sin. He pulled me out of my wretchedness. He pulled me out of my lying. He pulled me out of my deceiving spirit. Somebody ought to say I'm glad that he pulled me out. Three things and I'm out of here. When you look at this unshakable kingdom, there are three things that we recognize in being a part of the kingdom of God. I said to somebody a few weeks ago, we get stuck on the church mindset. Yeah. And the kingdom is bigger than the church. Yeah. Yeah. The kingdom encompasses all of who God is. And if you are part of God, you are part of the kingdom of God. And the church is a part of that kingdom. And you ought to be glad to be in the church. Amen, like. Amen. Let me say it again. Y'all be glad Amen. to be in the church. Amen. So three things. Looking at real quick. First of all, we want to look at very briefly what is this unshakable kingdom, and then we want to say something about the unshakable kinship, and then we want to go home and we want to, we want to go home thinking about the unshakable king. We're a part of an unshakable kingdom. Where we have an unshakable kinship. And we serve an unshakable king. So let's see in John 18, 36. Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. And so we recognize this unshakable kingdom when all of around us is brought by the word of God. When God says he's going to stake the starry heavens. Look at what's going on up in the sky. I heard on the news a couple days ago that, that this meteor was passing the earth. And they were saying that, that even the distance it was from the earth, they were concerned that parts of the meteor might hit land. God is shaking the starry heavens. All those satellites they put up there, can you imagine the day that those satellites are going to fall? Y'all ain't in the house. How many of y'all got cell phones? Hold up your cell phones. I'm just about to be. Look at this. Mine somewhere in all of the things. But all of us, we can't even imagine, especially our younger people, we can't imagine the day living without a cell phone. That's right. Because truth be told, somebody hiding now texting on their phone. Uh-huh. But when them satellites, baby, start hitting the ground, your cell phone ain't going to do no good. When God shakes the heavens and, and shakes the earth, sometimes I can be in a certain spot. Uh, 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 Pastor Bethay, I 
bigger than that. It's good to know that even though when I don't get a signal to be able to call my wife, that all I got to do is just say the name of Jesus. I wish I had a witness in here. And I have contact with him. Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. And since God's kingdom is not of this world, it's very important that we want to be a part of that kingdom. And then secondly, and I'm moving on, he says that we are a part of a, we have an unshakable kinship. That's why church association is important. That's why I need you and you need me. And we all need each other. Because we're kin folk. I, I was at, I, I did a funeral at Puritan yesterday. And, and, and it's amazing. You can be around people. I've been, my wife and I have been at that church for a year. And I, and I got some cousins in that church that I never knew were my cousins until yesterday. But you know what's so great about it? Is that even though we didn't know that we were related by blood, by earthly, physical blood, we knew we were related by kingdom blood. We have a kinship. That's why we got to be careful how we treat each other. God ain't got no big eyes and little youth. God, matter of fact, God says, I'm a jealous God. And you will have no other gods before me. We serve a part of an unshakable kingdom. And since we are in an unshakable kingdom, we have an unshakable kinship. That's why we ought to, ought to be stronger in some situations. It's a shame to see people of God falling apart at every drop of the hat. I wish I had somebody in here. It's a shame to see people of God falling apart at every wheel and wham and, and everything that's going on. And sometimes God allows shakable situations in your life so you understand that you have an unshakable kid.
and, and, and sometimes I would be sitting with, with people in my office and, and, and in a few minutes they just flipped up like that. You got people like that in the church. And they'll flip on you just like that. I know that ain't what y'all come here. But we got an unshakable king. I'm going to show you, show you that he's unshakable. Remember when Jesus got ready to go to Calvary? And, and, and the Roman soldiers thought they had it. Now, 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 now look. If, if we had been in position of Jesus, we'd been crying. We've been falling out. But Jesus said, go ahead. Pierce me in my side. Put the crown of thorns on my head and, and do what you're going to do to me. But I heard him say, whatever you're going to do, make it quick. Hello, somebody. You know why Jesus could say that? Because we serve an unshakable king. And that's what we got to realize. When you find yourself in a situation, you don't have to be shaken. You don't have to be moved because you know God has got it under control. Let me show you. You can walk into the back with confidence. Hello. People tell me sometimes, they tell me, look at him. He's strutting out like he all of that. I did all that, but the God I serve is. And that's what we need to know, that the God we serve is all of that. You walk on the car lot. Me and my wife did that. This is my third, third time I've done that. I walked in the car. First off time, I went to a, a car dealer, and, and, and I'm almost finished. Where, who, the musician, you, you come on, give me some soft music. I'm about finished. I walked in the, because I'm, I'm trying to get you to understand the value of living in an unshakable kingdom. I, I, I walked into the car dealership, and, and I wasn't dressed so, so nice. I wasn't looking as cute as I am now, mother. <laughs> And, and I walked in the car dealership, and I think I, I got I got two pairs of blue jeans. I had one on on that day. And I wasn't looking all, I, I hadn't shaved, and, and I wasn't looking all that. And I went to the dealership to buy a new car. I didn't want nothing off the lot. I wanted something off the showroom floor. And I walked into the dealership, and, and I'll tell you the name, Lockhart Cadillac. And I walked into the dealership. No, it wasn't Lockhart. Yes, it was Lockhart Cadillac. I walked into the dealership. And the man met me at the door and said, we close it in five minutes. And I said, I came to buy a car. He said, I'm sorry, we close it in five minutes. So what I did was, I'm like, okay, I'm cool. I didn't act good. You understand how we act sometimes. I didn't get the Jezebel net. I went on down the street to the Lincoln Mercury dealership. They were about to close. I walked in the door. I told the man, I said, I want to buy a car. He said, come on, sir, sit down. Let's talk about it. My wife's sitting right there. I told him I looked at this, this gray Lincoln with a black top. I said, that's the one I want right there. When I left that day, I left off the showroom floor with my Lincoln townhouse. I know it's a town car. I know, I know that. I just want to make sure y'all still there. I left with my Lincoln town car. A few years later, I went back to the same Lockhart dealership. And I walked inside, I was, I was early that time. And I had on a suit. And can we help you, sir? You know, they want to serve me cookies and... And so I went to do one guy. He said, can I help you, sir? I said, no, sir. 
I said, I want that man over there. Because he don't remember me, but I remember him. I want that man over there. When I left out of there, they opened me out of my car showroom floor. When I left out of there, they opened the doors, of the, gla the glass doors, and I drove right out the front, Pastor the thing. When I got ready to buy my next car out in Greenwood, I'm just telling y'all that if, if, if you, you're a part of the kingdom, there is no limit. years when I was 
transitioning from pastor. Most of the members that was under my leadership don't even know this. Tina's getting it now. I was, I was going through some health challenges. I lost almost 100 pounds. You tell you, I, know, I was a big little fella. I lost all, and I had no idea why I was losing weight. And I went to the doctor for a regular checkup. And the doctor said, we need to, we need to run some tests because we see something. I tell people all the time, I never did see what they saw. But I went home, I told my wife, I said, they, they said they see something. You see what they see? Yeah, she fell and she saw what they did. Lip, 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 no, lip, 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 and they said, it looks like you've got lymphoma, which is a type of cancer. I got scared. I've been preaching faith. I've been teaching faith for all these years. Now it came a time in my life that I had to live faith. I'm talking about that unshakable key. Anytime somebody tells you something about cancer, it shakes you up. But God reminded me, and my wife prayed with me that that you're part of an unshakable kingdom. They, they kept feeling and touching it. They did one test and they said, yeah, we got to do some more tests because it looks like that, that looks like whatever the word is that is, is positive. We got to run you through some stuff. But let me tell you how praise be to God. I believe they saw what they saw, even though I never saw it. And that was because God blocked my vision so I couldn't see it. I believe that what they said was there. But when they took me through that last test, They couldn't find anything. And six years later, I'm here today. Cancer free. Health in my body. I can jump if I want to. I can shout when I want to.
glory to God. Let me in. You know, he dressed himself up. Looking all good. And he thought he was going to get in there. And Lupin said, not by the hair of my chinny chin chin. And the wolf said, well, I'll huff. And I'll puff. And I'll blow your marriage down. I'll huff. And I'll puff. And I'll blow your children down. He huffed. And he puffed. And he blew the house down. Little pig went tuck on running. Tucking a little tail behind himself and ran to his brother's sister's house and, and said, y'all be careful. The wolf is messing up our children. The wolf is messing up our children. The wolf is messing up our children. The wolf is messing up our marriages. The wolf is messing up our marriages. The wolf went running off to the second house. Look, Pete. Look, Pete. God bless you. God be with you. 